Hi, this is Scott Lancer, Director of Associates for Biblical Research, with another edition of Digging for Truth, and we're so pleased that you've joined us today. I'm here in the studio with a very special guest, uh, Dr. Bryant Wood. Uh, Dr. Wood was a Director of ABR for many years. He now serves as our Director of Research, and Dr. Wood led our excavation at the uh, at Kerbet El Makader, the site that we believe is the site of Biblical Eye. Uh, Bryant, welcome today. We're so glad you're here. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate the invitation, and uh, I'm excited to spend some time here talking about something that's dear and dear to my heart, amen, <laughs> the city amen. of Jericho. That's right. That's right. <coughs> and and uh, Bryant, uh, of course, ABR has a has a rich history. Uh, we were founded in 1969. Rich history of doing biblical research. And, and we're going to talk about Jericho, but we've dug at Kerbet El Makata, the site we believe is I, and we're currently digging at Biblical Shiloh. We're engaged in looking uh, at the archaeological evidence and seeing how the archaeological evidence comports with the Bible. But let's start, Bryant, by talking a little bit about your background with the ministry. Um, and uh, so we'll, we'll set Jericho aside for just a second, because I think we need to hear a little bit more about your own life as an archaeologist. When did it all start? What got you involved in this, uh, this joyful thing we call archaeology? <laughs> well, I began my uh, adult career as a mechanical engineer. That's what mm. I studied in college. In fact, I have a master's degree in nuclear engineering. Uh, but the archaeology aspect, uh, I, I blame my wife for that. Okay. <laughs> Not that she's interested in archaeology, but mm -hmm. uh, after we were married, uh, our first uh, Christmas together, uh, her mother gave me a book. Mm -hmm. And the name of the book was The Bible as History mm -hmm. by Werner Keller. Mm -hmm. He's a German uh, author, journalist. And uh, this, of course, was an English translation. And uh, in that book, he just goes through all kinds of evidence from archaeology that mm -hmm. just supports the Bible, illuminates the Bible. And mm -hmm. wow, I read through that. And with a scientific background, and I tend to approach things scientifically, this just seemed amazing to me yeah, yeah, yeah. that we actually have... <coughs> material dug up from the mm -hmm. earth that relates to the Bible. Yes. And so yeah. that really got me started, and uh, I won't go into a long discourse here, but that was the beginning. Yeah, uh, and I think I've told you before, Brian, that I w when I was a junior in high school, I was reading that same text. Is that right? And, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I had the same experience with it. It just was very captivating. Yeah. But yeah, well, we cool. talk about people getting the archaeology bug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are either interested or they're not interested. And those that get interested and get the bug, mm -hmm. they get very enthusiastic. And in my case, I just got totally carried away and left engineering and went into archaeology. So yeah, I yeah. got the bug real bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember <coughs> a very well when I first saw an article in Time magazine about you. Uh, it was an article about Jericho, and it was, it was fascinating. 
and, and, and I had no idea who you were at the time, <laughs> but the, the, that article, that was in the late 70s, I think, that uh, that came out? Well, no, that was 1991, I believe. Was it that late? I had an article published in the Bibli Biblical Archaeology Review magazine, yeah. and uh, Time, uh, the New York Times picked it up, Time magazine. It okay. actually went all over the world. Okay. Yeah, yeah how the findings of archaeology... Uh, support the Bible, you know? Well, that explains that, because that, that kind of fits a, a better chronology yeah. of things. But uh, yeah, I, w I was very interested uh, in, in the work you had done. And of course, your focus was on Jericho. Mm -hmm. Now, Jericho is controversial to some because uh, of the work of Kathleen Kenyon, and we'll be getting to that momentarily. But so the focus has been to Basically, uh, can, can we trust the account in Scripture to do with the city of Jericho? Mm -hmm. And so it's extremely important. Um, what led you uh, to want to study Jericho and that material and to get involved in that project? I sort of stumbled over this material, I guess you might say, uh, when I was doing my uh, Ph.D. dissertation. And the subject of that was the... Uh, pottery, Canaanite pottery from the late bronze, uh, early Iron Age transition. And so uh, in the course of that research, I was looking through all the excavation reports and studying the pottery and so on. Uh, and so when I came to the, uh, Jericho, at that time, the only report available was John Garstang's report from his work in the 1930s. Mm -hmm. Kenyon's work had not yet been published. Mm -hmm. uh, so <clears throat> I, I went through his reports, and uh, I had been taught uh, at the University of Toronto, where I got my degree, that uh, at Jericho there was a big occupation gap mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. at the time mm -hmm of the uh, Israelite exodus and conquest, yes. and that there was no occupation there, and therefore the biblical story was just uh, a myth or, you know, a mm -hmm. legend or folk story or, or something yeah. that's not historical fact. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so as I'm going through the report, I came across uh, his pottery that he had excavated and published, and I thought, boy, this is really strange because this pottery is from that time period yeah. that I've been taught wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the reason for that is that uh, Kathleen Kenyon came along in the 1950s and excavated Jericho, and she had a totally different take on the material mm -hmm. there than mm -hmm. John Garstang did. Mm -hmm. uh, he felt that, yeah, he had found evidence of uh, the, what we read in the Bible. But she said, no, 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 uh, there was a destruction there, as mm -hmm. described in the Bible. But uh, it, it occurred way before the time of the Israelites. And she said there was an occupation gap. So that's where that idea came from, came and, from Kathleen Kenyon. And this is what led to all the questions about the, the, the viability of the biblical yeah, story. The historicity. Yeah. So at any rate... Uh, I, after I got my degree, I was asked to give a paper at a symposium back in, way back in the dark ages in 1987. Mm -hmm. uh, and the symposium was called, Who Was the Pharaoh of the Exodus? Mm -hmm. And it was in Memphis, Tennessee. 
And I thought, well, here's an opportunity to have a closer look at this Jericho material. And so I uh, had a closer look. And by that Mm -hmm. time, Kathleen Kenyon's material had been published. And uh, so when I reviewed that, I said, there's no question. But Mm -hmm. what there was occupation Mm -hmm. there in the uh, what we call Late Bronze I period, the uh, 15th century B.C., mm-hmm. the time of the Exodus and Conquest. So I did a paper mm-hmm. on that, mm-hmm. and that eventually led to this article in the Biblical Archaeology Review and so on. And but, doors opened up for, yes. for, for publications, yes. and, and there was a lot of media attention. Oh, well, yes. we're, we're, we're coming down to the end here, Bryant. I, I just want to encourage those who uh, are watching today that uh, there was a... Uh, on the American Heroes channel, they had done a special episode called Secrets of the Bible, The Fall of Jericho, in which you're featured. And that's a popular version of some of your work. And, and uh, But we would encourage, of course, our viewers to go to the ABR website. There's lots of articles there about the subject. And we have a lot more to talk about here today on uh, this edition of Digging for Truth. And uh, we encourage you to come back and join us as we continue this conversation. Hello again. Thank you for watching Digging for Truth. And we're speaking today with Dr. Bryant Wood, the Director of Research with Associates for Biblical Research. Bryant, uh, we want to continue our conversation now about the archaeology of biblical Jericho. And we brought up about Kathleen Kenyon, and we'd like to go into a little more detail on that. Can you tell us a little bit more about her conclusions? You, you, you certainly shared a, a few of the key points there. Maybe you could expand on that a little bit more to give our viewers a sense of how her research has affected how people view uh, the uh, archaeological remains at Jericho and their relationship to the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Kathleen Kenyon was uh, a very highly respected archaeologist. She dug at many sites. Um, was a very careful field archaeologist, very thorough, very meticulous. And so she got involved in the Jericho dig actually as a result of an earlier British archaeologist, John Garstang, who had worked at Jericho. And he asked her to look over his results to see, you know, if she felt that they were correct and Mm -hmm valid and so on and she looked over his uh, findings and she came to a different conclusion than he did he concluded that uh, jericho was destroyed around 1400 bc which is basically the biblical uh, dating for the conquest mm-hmm. uh, Kenyon felt that uh, just looking at his material that that dating was incorrect, and uh, really uh, the, the destruction at Jericho should be much earlier, about mm-hmm. 150 years earlier was her, her theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and Garstang had found some very early material, Neolithic period, very uh, early. In fact, some material uh, predating the manufacturing of pottery, what we call mm-hmm. pre-pottery Neolithic. She mm-hmm. was very interested in that. So she went back to Jericho uh, in the 1950s. Garstang was there in the 1930s. She went back uh, to uh, do some further work there and hopefully find more of this Neolithic phase. But she also wanted to check out Garstang's uh, work on the uh, southeast slope where he found evidence of destruction, lots Mm -hmm. of pottery Mm -hmm. that he had dated to, as I say, around 1400. 
So, Brian, if, if I could just interject, the, the work of Garstang would be more in line with your own views in terms of the dating yes. of pottery. Right. Uh, but Kathleen Kenyon made a, seriously diverged from that. Mm -hmm. And this has created serious issues within evangelicalism because uh, I know from personal experience speaking in various places, various universities, that the reality is that there are many evangelical scholars who accept the dating that Kathleen Kenyon gave to the site. Um, maybe you could talk a little bit just about that issue, because I mm -hmm. think that's a, a significant problem, mm -hmm. uh, because your research uh, was, uh, came out to different conclusions. <laughs> uh, Kathleen Kenyon based her dating uh, not on uh, the pottery that she had excavated, the local Canaanite pottery, but rather the absence of imported ware. Mycenaean and uh, Cypriot, and she didn't find that in this destruction level, mm -hmm. and therefore she said nobody was living there at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is very dangerous to make an argument from silence, you know, trying to prove something that from what isn't there. Mm -hmm. uh, Garsting had based his dating on the Canaanite pottery, and that's my specialty is Canaanite pottery, and mm -hmm. from that. There's no question, but there was occupation at the time of Joshua and mm -hmm. uh, the, the destruction there. And yes. so yes. because of her uh, expertise in the field work, mm -hmm. uh, she was highly respected. And so when she came out with a dating, everybody accepted that and uh, forgot about Garstang's very good work. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, that got into all the textbooks and uh, handbooks and so on and that's what you will find today mm -hmm. uh, still yet today in the uh, literature uh, mm -hmm. when you come to the time period of the conquest you look in any book on the old testament or biblical archaeology they'll always point out two big 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 problems one is jericho the other one is i yes jericho yeah. has to do with the dating of the destruction there with I, it's where is I, you know, do we have yep. the right place? But at Jericho, we know where it is. It's a question of what is the date of that destruction? And mm -hmm. that's where uh, Kenyon went wrong, I believe. She mm -hmm. never did an analysis of her Canaanite pottery that she excavated. She based mm -hmm. it on this absence of evidence and yes. uh, never published a thorough in a study of the actual pottery itself. These are just statements mm -hmm. she made that were accepted by everybody, and that's uh, in the, all the literature today. Yeah, so you, you didn't have <coughs> final reports to go to. You had to look at the notes that are still uh, with us, that she, notes she had made, and then you, you examined the pottery evidence itself and what is actually there uh, she basically ignored at least mm -hmm. some of that mm -hmm. and ignored it, and yes. so the dating is, is off. Oh, yes. H how important is getting the dates right in archaeology? Oh, boy. Just to ask a most that's, basic question. That's what it's all about. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, the, the thing that we excavate mainly is the pottery that's left behind, pottery shirts. But uh, fortunately, uh, through time, Pottery changes the type of uh, shape, the decoration, the man manufacturing technique, 
And so we can use pottery for dating purposes. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's what we use. It's uh, the m number one thing that's studied yeah. in uh, biblical archaeology is the pottery. So right. when she does not publish a study of that pottery from the destruction level, that's very bad. <laughs> and yes. uh, my research has been to look at that pottery from Garstang's dig and from Kenyon's dig. I have studied it in great depth, and, mm -hmm. and there's no question but what it's uh, late bronze one, 15th century yes. pottery. Now, we're <clears throat> going to talk a little bit more in the, in the last segment here today, a little bit more about the details of the pottery itself, because I think it would be uh, important for our viewers to understand that. But I, I, I guess I would say, uh, Brian, as we wrap up this segment, we are dealing with some spiritual conflict in these matters. It seems it's a, a very convenient thing for well-known scholars at times to, to come to conclusions that will be against the Bible because they're not comfortable with the Bible being ha having any legitimacy. And it seems like we have that kind of spiritual conflict. Absolutely. Maybe you have just a few seconds, but maybe you could comment on that. Yes, uh, there's a lot of bias, unfortunately, in yeah. this because the Bible's involved and people are biased against the Bible. And so, uh, as you say, this is convenient to adopt Kenyon's conclusions. But, you know, she's done a lot of archaeology at a lot of sites, and her conclusions in all her other work have been rejected because she, she was a great field archaeologist, but uh, on the interpretation side, she was not strong. Not strong. Okay. All right. Well, we are going to continue this discussion uh, on this important subject, uh, on the city of Jericho, and we thank you for being here today. Uh, please come back and join us as we wrap up this segment today. Hi, we're back on Digging for Truth with my special guest, Dr. Bryant Wood. Bryant, we've been talking about biblical Jericho. We've been talking about the import, importance of the proper dating of the uh, archaeological evidence that we find there, the pottery. We've been talking about John Garstang and Kathleen Kenyon. Uh, the, of course, the, the major focus for ABR <clears throat> is to do excellent archaeological work, but we believe that the Bible is the Word of God, and so that there's always going to be a correspondence with good archaeological work, with good biblical work. And, of course, we're, we're encouraging our viewers to trust the Word of God. And so this discussion and debate about the, the, the pottery, the material culture that was discovered there is extremely important. We've had, um, through Kathleen Kenyon's work, we had a great doubt cast upon the Bible. And one of ABR's missions is, of course, to remove those, those, those doubts, which are based in uh, really faulty analysis of the, of the archaeological evidence that's there. Let's talk a little bit more about... Um, that pottery evidence. What's, what is actually there? We've, we've certainly spoken of this, but maybe you could talk in a little more detail about what is actually there. Mm -hmm. Well, in this time period, the late Bronze One, 15th century BC, there are uh, certain ceramic uh, forms that are unique mm -hmm. and they come into use mm -hmm. just in that time period. And, and Brian, it, we <coughs> use this word ceramic that's just a word for pottery, yes, the, the, the yeah. material that we use. Right, right. And, and sometimes I think our, our, our viewers can get confused on some of those, some mm -hmm. of those words. 
But we're talking about the pottery. Yes. Yeah, okay. Now, one of the best markers for this time period is uh, what we call uh, a pottery with a bichrome decoration. It simply <laughs> means two colors. Two colors. So yeah. it's, it's red and black, basically. Mm -hmm. And they uh, decorated their pottery uh, with basically geometric uh, kinds of motifs. Mm -hmm. Now, we had a, an earlier kind of bichrome ware which is, was imported from Cyprus. And that uh, kind of... Uh, threw Kathleen Kenyon off because she did not find any of this imported bichrome ware. But actually, Garstang found quite a bit of it. Now, it wasn't imported from Cyprus. In fact, I had samples tested. Uh, it's actually locally made. It's an imitation. Hmm. And so this was only in use in the last half of the 15th century B.C., Mm -hmm. And so this mm -hmm. was an excellent marker, and uh, Garstang recognized the dating of it. And there's other forms as well, uh, distinctive cooking pots, for example, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, what I call a squat jar. It was mm -hmm. just in use in this time period, bowls, uh, rather distinctive bowls. So there's a number of types that were in use. Mm -hmm. uh, now, Kenyon, uh, she just totally ignored uh, Garst, uh, Garstang's earlier work, uh -huh. she just dismissed it, uh -huh. and uh, she went on the basis of not having imported bichrome ware and other imported uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, types. But in her actual uh, publication of her findings, she has some of this bichrome pottery that Garstang had found. Not as much as Garstang, but nevertheless, she had found some. Uh -huh. uh, a very important marker was a bowl with interior concentric circles painted mm. inside mm -hmm. in this black and red uh, paint. And Garstang found a bunch of these, and Kenyon found a, a number of them herself. Mm -hmm. But she mm -hmm. either didn't recognize it or didn't <laughs> pay any attention. Who mm -hmm. knows what? She never, as I mentioned, never did a detailed analysis of the pottery. Yeah. And so they're published, they're mm -hmm. available there, but don't, there's no discussion by her. Mm -hmm. No analysis whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's what it's all about, looking at the details of this pottery. And that's what we use to date when mm -hmm. Jericho was destroyed. Yeah. Was it in 1550 or was it in 1400? 1400, the right. pottery tells the story. Yes. And so the analysis of the pottery is extremely important. Is the Bible right or is the Bible wrong? Yes. The pottery tells the story. And I recall the, much of the literature at the time after Kenyon's interpretations came out was very hostile towards the Bible. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and people, I mean, I've seen numerous quotations in various textbooks saying basically, well, so much for biblical history, yeah. it's been written off. It's been written off. Yeah. The, the whole conquest is written off because of Jericho and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I recall also... Um, I believe the, the, the title on the, the Time Magazine article was something like, Win One for the Bible. Yeah, right. And I thought that was kind of interesting. The, the textbooks had all uh, said, well, we need to give up on this, on this Jericho that doesn't comport with what the Bible says. But in that article, and in the Bar article, which it is based on, 
It was no win-win for the Bible. Uh, we needed to look at the evidence, right? And that's really what you're talking about—the mm -hmm. need to look at the evidence. Absolutely. Yeah. And once you get the date straightened out, and then you look at the archaeological findings, mm -hmm. you find they line up perfectly mm -hmm. with what we read in the Bible. Maybe yes. we can talk about some of those findings. Yeah. Now, uh, just a, a question, a curious question. Did Garstang use the Bible in his research? Not really. I mean, he, he didn't seem to be a, what we would call a Bible believer. He was mm -hmm. certainly aware of what the Bible said. And he had a, what you would call a high view. I think he believed the Bible was historically accurate, although... Mm -hmm. He himself, as far as I can tell, was not a, a Christian. Yeah. Uh, but when he, he just looked at the evidence, mm -hmm. came up with a date and said, oh, well, this matches the Bible. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, to him, back in his day, everybody's more or less accepted the Bible as being historically true. Yeah. And so he wasn't surprised. He made no big deal about it. It mm -hmm. just seems, hey, here's, here's the destruction that we read about in the Bible. Yeah. And he left it at that. Yeah, and of course today uh, we we're dealing with all of this conflict uh, over you know about the Bible because there is a, a real war over the Bible. Oh yeah, and this spiritual battle is very real. Um, Brian, it's been great having you with us today. Um, this is just part one of a two-part series on Jericho, and we're excited to hear your views on that. I think this review of the history has been so critically important. So many of our viewers may have heard that Jericho was dismissed by scholars, that they don't take it seriously. And we would want them to know that if you get back to the evidence, if you look at the evidence with care, the evidence supports the Bible. And I guess we would both agree that that's what we want our viewers to do. Okay. We want all believers everywhere to trust the Word of God. Right. Thank you for being with us today on this edition of Digging for Truth and the importance on the importance of biblical Jericho.